Welcome to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm so glad you're here listening to my podcast. My desire with this podcast is simple. All I want to do is ignite something in you so that you feel a little more free to connect with yourself, with others, and with your life. So today, we are talking about how to develop self-respect. Now, when I talk about respect, I mean, it's such, it's funny because that's a word that we use a lot, but as I started to think about it, I was like, how do I even define that? Like, we know when someone is showing respect to us or when they're not, but it's hard to actually say what that is. So I'm just going to say that I define respect as thinking and feeling good things about a person. You have trust and confidence in that person, and it's also a way of acting that shows you care about that person. And so why is it so important that we have respect for ourselves? Well, I have found that the way that I truly feel about and treat myself affects all of my other relationships in my life. My relationships with other people simply mirror my relationship with myself. And I love other people. I want to be kind and caring to them. And so I show myself this same respect, right? And try to be kind and caring to myself. Not only does the way that I treat myself affect all my relationships, but honestly, it just basically affects everything else in my entire life. I mean, that's why we started episode one, The Power of Beliefs, talking about that because I feel like it's really the foundation for a good life is to believe good things about yourself and to treat yourself well. So today I'm going to share five simple ways that you can develop a sense of self-respect. All right, number one, treat yourself kindly. Oh, I know that's hard to do sometimes. With treating yourself kindly, the first thing you have to do is to accept your whole self. And when I say whole self, I mean accept everything about you, your flaws, your weaknesses, those hard to love parts. You need to accept everything. When you actually accept your whole self, things will start to change. You need to be mindful of your self-talk as you treat yourself kindly. There was a point in my life where I really thought that I could motivate myself to do better and to change if I just berated myself and really focused on my flaws. Okay, as you can imagine, it really did not go well for me. I ended up pretty unhappy and it was a hard habit to break, but your self-talk matters so much. Just notice how you're talking to yourself and notice if it's helping you feel any better. And I don't mean do better because sometimes we can kind of white knuckle grip working really hard on fixing ourselves, but that's not the idea behind this. It's just to accept and love yourself as you are. Treat yourself with kindness. When you fall short, you have to forgive yourself and forgive yourself quickly. There's no point in wasting time on berating yourself and dragging yourself through the mud in order to really punish yourself for something that you did that wasn't wise or that was a mistake, whatever it was, you have to forgive yourself. And don't waste your time. Just do it quickly because then you're dragging out the problem, right? So forgive yourself. Now think about it. It's hard to respect someone who rubs our face in our imperfections and mistakes, someone who is mean, and yet we do that to ourselves all 
the time. Okay, it's kind of popular in our culture to do that, but I really, really strongly advise you to break that habit. And if you hear other people doing that to themselves, stop them as well. So number one, again, was treat yourself kindly. Number two, set appropriate boundaries with others. Oh my gosh, I even cringed as I was writing this because this is such a hard one for me. I used to be, and I'll put that in quotes, used to be a people pleaser because I kind of still am. I'm really hoping that I will get over that because it doesn't actually work very well. But I understand that it's really hard to set appropriate boundaries with others when you want them to like you, okay? Boundaries are simply what is okay and is not okay with you and letting other people know about that. This is why I've learned that boundaries are important because what happens to me and has happened to me in the past when I don't set boundaries with people is that I start to get really uncomfortable around them. If they've been passing my boundaries and I haven't made it known to them, I just kind of start to avoid them and then that relationship becomes strained and awkward and really, really hard to manage. Okay, so I'm not doing them a favor by not speaking up because they can't read my mind, right? And everybody has different things they're okay with and are not okay with. So it's my job to tell them when I'm not okay. But I'm also hurting myself when I'm not setting boundaries because I'm putting myself last. I could be putting myself into more uncomfortable situations, right? But I'm not loving myself enough to speak up and say what is okay with me and what's not okay with me. So that's number two, set appropriate boundaries with others. It's a great way to gain self-respect. Number three, keep promises to yourself. Okay, now I know, I know this is hard to do. I used to have a really, really hard time with keeping promises to myself, but if you don't follow through when you say you're going to do something for yourself, you can't respect yourself. I mean, think about that. If it, I often put my relationship with myself. I'm like, well, how would that work if I was treating somebody else in the same exact way? That's a good way to shine a light on it and know if the way I'm treating myself is okay. But if I were to make promises to a friend and constantly go back on them, my friend would really lose a lot of respect for me. Rachel Hollis in her book, Girl, Wash Your Face, which I know is like so popular right now. There's a reason. She has an entire chapter about this. It's called I'll Start Tomorrow. Okay. She says in it that what she learned and she just started asking herself was, what if I just don't break this promise? And it changed things for her. And that's when I read that chapter, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I've been through this. I related so much because that was probably the biggest thing that helped me gain self-respect was that I started being more careful. I didn't say I was going to do something unless I really meant it. I put more weight into my words and my promises to myself, okay? So when you're going to do this and you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to always follow through, be careful, be selective on what you promise yourself you're actually going to do, then start to make achievable goals. Be specific. You know, like maybe you're going to say, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. every day for one month. Be specific so you know when you've actually achieved that goal. As you do this, you start to learn what you're capable of. And then 
you realize that really you are the only person that can make you stretch, that can make you reach farther. Okay, that's a big thing about adulting, right? (laughs) Sometimes I'm just like, I would really love to pass that off on somebody else. But you know, the buck stops here. I'm the one responsible for reaching my own goals. I'm not in school anymore. I'm self-employed. If I don't follow through on what I've promised myself, I'm not going to get in trouble with anybody else, but I can't respect myself as much. You've got to keep your promises to yourself so that you can learn that you are reliable and that you love yourself enough to keep those promises to yourself. Okay, number four, be honest with yourself. And when I say be honest with yourself, I mean sometimes you have to be brutally honest with yourself. I know that's not always comfortable. I have a quote that I wanted to share. It is from the book called The Yamas and Niyamas. Yes, that's Sanskrit, okay? It's by Deborah Adele. I'll put a link in the show notes. But she has a chapter on truthfulness, and I just wanted to share an excerpt from it. She says, can you trust yourself? Can you risk telling yourself the truth? We must be willing to take the risk to tell ourselves the truth and grow ourselves into someone who can trust themselves. We will then be able to easily bear others' trust in us. Being truthful with ourselves makes us trustworthy and frees up all the time we normally spend in guilt and regret from our dishonesty. And she goes on to say that there is a profound courage to this kind of willingness to be raw with reality as it is, rather than to run from it or construct a barrier to soften it. That can be a hard thing to do, to fully be honest with ourselves, because sometimes we've been trying to protect ourselves from a lot of bad choices or from just the truth of our situation. Okay, honesty is hard, but you cannot change until you fully accept your reality. I used to give myself lots of rules, okay? Back in college, it was I had lots of rules about what I would eat and what I wouldn't eat and when I would eat it and how I would exercise. Okay, I had all kinds of rules and I was really good about following through on them. But part of my recovery and healing was being honest with myself about what all of those rules were about. It was really, really hard to be honest with myself about that, okay? Because my rules were about fixing myself and I had to be honest about that. And then once I was honest about that, I could see that I didn't need those rules and I had to let those fall away. So part of my healing was that I had to ease up, you know, stop keeping those promises to myself because they were not healthy ones. They were motivated by the wrong thing. They were motivated by fixing myself rather than loving myself. Okay, so I had to ease up and let go of those things 
and be kind and let myself heal. Okay, so yeah, my eating habits and my exercise habits kind of like flew out the window with that, but I had to learn a lot in that process. And now it's funny because I have to watch for the complete opposite when I'm being honest with myself. See, back then I had to be honest with myself that I didn't need to push so hard and that I had to take time to heal. Nowadays, I more have to be honest with myself that I can actually handle more. My life is has changed in the past little while. My kids are all school age. My health has been a lot better recently and I've got I had gotten in the habit of like always giving myself grace and like taking it easy on myself because things were really intense and hard and now <laughs> I have to go Sarah do you really need a break like can't you handle more and I'm like yes I can handle more so be honest with yourself you have to ask yourself what you really need you know, sometimes that means you need a break. You have to take it easy, maybe cross a lot of things off of your list or, you know, just be generous with yourself so you can heal or you can take care of your babies or whatever it is. Sometimes that honesty means you're going to be ending up doing less and that's fine and good and healthy. But sometimes, like I said, yeah, sometimes it's that, okay, being honest with myself, I can push more. I need to step it up. I need to work harder. And that's kind of the phase that I'm in right now. But if you're honest with yourself, either way, whatever that ends up looking like, whether it means doing less or doing more, if you're honest with yourself, you cannot hurt your self-respect. One of the best reasons that we need to be honest with ourselves is that even if you're not admitting to yourself what the truth is, consciously, you still know. And if you're not owning up to that, your self-respect is just going to steadily decline. Okay? So be openly honest and maybe brutally honest with yourself. That was number four. Number five is advocate for yourself. Okay, when I say advocate for yourself, I mean that you are the one who has to speak up about what you need and what you want. This means, first of all, you have to know yourself. Take some time for self-reflection. Know what you need at this season in your life and then speak up about it. See to it that you get what you need. You do not have to ask for permission to get what you need. My therapist had to really drive that home with me because she noticed I was asking, I was talking about meeting my basic needs in a way of that I was asking for permission from my husband for it. Now, my husband is a very good, loving man. He wasn't like making me ask for permission. I just had this attitude towards myself that I didn't deserve it or maybe perhaps I was actually just selfish and didn't need as much as I thought I did, okay? And so there was a self-degradation and so I felt like I had to ask for permission to get what I needed. But that's not respecting myself. It is no one else's job to make sure you get what you need. So Figure it out, whatever that means, juggling of schedules or asking for help, but you've got to get creative and figure out how to get your needs met. 
That means making sure you're eating well, making sure you're sleeping enough, making sure you're getting exercise or, you know, if you're not into like formal exercise, just getting enough movement in your day. Okay, it's no one else's job to make sure that happens anymore. You're grown up, <laughs> like treat yourself as a grown up would. No one's going to be making sure you didn't eat cookies for breakfast. That's your job. <laughs> okay, and once again, you can always ask yourself, like, if I was my own child, what would I do? Like, I wouldn't hand my child a box of cookies and say, here you go, you're hungry, have this. No, I'd like make sure I gave my child nourishing food. I wouldn't keep my child up all night because I wanted to read a really exciting book to her. No, I would make sure she went to bed, which by the way, I really miss staying up all night reading sometimes, but I also do enjoy my sleep nowadays. Okay, so when I say you need to make sure that you're getting your needs met, I mean you need to also return this favor. Okay, in my house, That's a lot of juggling that has to happen between me and my husband, but I also make sure that he's getting what he needs. You know, today he needed, he wanted to go to the grocery store. My kids often want to go run errands with him. And he was like, I need some Steve time. And I was like, okay, go. I got the kids. You go. You know, if you do not return this favor to the people who are helping you meet your own needs, you cannot respect yourself. Not only are you not respecting that person, but you're not respecting yourself because treating others like that damages your spirit. When you have dreams, it's no one else's job to make sure that you're reaching for them. They're your dreams. Do what you need to do to make sure they're happening. No one else is responsible for your happiness. If you're unhappy, figure out what needs to happen and reach for your happiness. So number five, advocate for yourself. I am so much happier of a person when I am respecting myself and doing these things. No, I am so not perfect at all five of these things. Life is a work in progress. I don't expect to be perfect. I don't expect that of you or of myself anymore. I used to and it didn't work very well and I didn't respect myself. (laughs) Okay, when I followed through on these things, and loved myself enough to do that, my self-respect has gone up. And there's just an inner confidence and strength that comes when I have that kind of self-respect. So I'm hoping that you guys can apply these things to your own life so that you can also feel that sense of confidence in yourselves increase. You'll be so much happier and you'll feel more at peace with being around yourself because you can't get away from you. So you might as well learn to love and respect yourself. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you've been liking what you've been hearing on these podcast episodes, please, I beg of you, go leave a review. That will help me out so much so that I can continue to make these podcasts for you. Thanks for listening. And I really hope that you feel a little more free to connect with what matters most in your life. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.